0: So let's hear 10 men and then sing a song of praise to Jesus, our King. Adam Eastland is going to lead us after we cover 10 men. The first five are Daniel Crosby, Bryant Cutler, Matthew Bennett, Edward Eldridge, Shane Kirkland. In that order, and the order is how they responded to my email on Monday. Daniel, Bryant, Matthew, Edward shame let's go and enjoy this together
1: i chose isaiah 1 19 and 20. if ye be willing and obedient ye shall eat the good of the land but if ye refuse and rebel ye shall be devoured with the sword for the mouth of the lord hath spoken it yes. these two verses are at the end of a five verse section from verses 16 to 20 that describe god's fairness and kindness after a very harsh first 15 verses I chose these verses, though, because it describes a choice we each yes. get to make yes. every single day mm-hmm. and the consequence that correlates with that choice. Did the Lord owe Israel another opportunity? No. Does he owe us another opportunity? No. Absolutely not. It should be one strike and you're out. But instead, he offers us his choice and great rewards if we choose wisely. Yes. I'm a simple person, and I want to make the correct simple choice and be willing And obedient every day. There's a there's perfunctory obedience, but then there's the willingness to do what's right. I thank God for allowing us an opportunity to repent and make another choice each day.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: Isaiah 9, verse
2: 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called wonderful, counselor, the mighty God. The Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Amen. At the end of the year, the many Christians like to go listen to the Messiah and think about this verse in the context of the baby Jesus and uh, celebrate His birth in that way. I love this verse because of that, that we can see that the child was called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting yes. Father. Yes. This verse is one of those verses that we use to defend incarnate sonship because his name is the Everlasting Father, not the Everlasting Father's begotten Son,
3: God. That's why I love this verse. Isaiah 9-2 The people that walked in a darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. Yes. We know from the context that this is referring to Galilee. Jesus grew up in here in all humility, in a region known for being inhabited by Gentiles alongside Jews. Jesus' ministry on earth was focused on the Jews. However, the light did not stop shining once his ministry to the Jews was fulfilled. That's right. The light has shined and is shining on us. Yes. To those who knew truth early, it is a blessing. But I am thankful the Lord let me experience some darkness. I can look back and see his glorious plan working in my life, Amen. despite myself. I am so thankful for the truth, and to think he would ever shine his light on me, and now to know he will not lose a single one of his own. All glory to God and Jesus Christ, his magnificent Son.
4: Amen. I was having lunch and found out I couldn't do 9-6, so it made sense that I would do 9-7. Because that tells you more about him, about Jesus Christ. And I'm glad this is here because I forgot my glasses. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Amen. You know, from 9-6, so we're speaking of. Upon the throne of David yes. and upon his kingdom. Whose kingdom? God's kingdom, beyond David's kingdom. To order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice for how long? From henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. I think this doves quite a bit into what Jonathan was preaching earlier. And I was thinking of this verse while Jonathan was talking about the psalm. And they just roll in together. And I'm so thankful that the Lord tells us not just who Jesus Christ is, but what that means. He's going to rule forever. And he's going to do it with judgment and with justice. And I'm so thankful for that. And I love that. Amen.
5: I don't obey rules very well, <clears throat> so I chose five verses. In the year that King Isaiah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Amen. Above it stood the seraphims, each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. I really appreciate Isaiah's vision here. Isaiah saw the Lord Jehovah high and lifted up. How do you see the Lord? He describes the seraphims covering their faces with two wings in reverence of Almighty God. They also cried out and they sang praises unto his name. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. The earth is full of his glory. They did it with such a loud voice, with such intensity, with such zeal, that the posts, the posts of the doors were moved. Amen. Do Amen. we shake this place? Do we shake our home with the praises we lift to Him? Do we delight in the Lord? Do we love His holiness? And do we shout His praises unto the heavens that can shake our homes and our church? May the Lord be praised, yes. and the smoke of His presence fill this place. Amen. Amen.
6: Amen. Isaiah 10, 3 and 4. And what will ye do in the day of visitation and in the desolation which shall come from far? Right. To whom will ye flee for help? And where will you leave your glory? Without me they shall bow down right. under the prisoners, and they shall fall under the slain. For all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. These are terrible, serious verses. Yes. Um, but I'm thankful, as we just sang a little bit ago, Psalm 89.1, we can sing um, of the mercies of the Lord forever. And He has not um, cast this judgment on us. And He'll never leave us or forsake us.
7: Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 2, verses 11 and 17. The lofty looks of man shall be humbled, and the haughtiness of men shall be bowed down and the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day. And the loftiness of man shall be bowed down, and the haughtiness of men shall be made low, and the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day. When Sarah and I were reviewing what verses we wanted to choose, many of them already picked, so I'm thankful we went with these verses. But what stood out to us with this is the inspired emphasis of these passages. We get two great axioms, of our heavenly Father and God that we worship, He hates pride and casts down the proud, and He loves to glorify Himself. Yes. yes. The proud may think that they will get away with their imaginations, and from our perspective, it may seem that way for a time, like it did to Asaph. But mighty Jehovah will not let any other take any glory from Him. He cast down Pharaoh to make a name for Himself, yes. and did the same with Sennacherib. Yes. Both men boasted in their achievements and kingdoms, but God had the last laugh and was feared by other nations for what he did to those men. Yes. All things were created to glorify the creator. But it's easy to point the finger to those men as very easy examples for this, but if we look at the context, these verses and their emphasis are directed toward Judah, God's chosen people. That's right. As God's chosen people, We should always soberly examine ourselves to make sure there is no pride welling up in us, that there are idols in our hearts stealing our affection from Him, lest the Lord has to get glory from us instead of us humbly, humbly, lovingly, and cheerfully giving it to Him, which is our greatest pleasure in this life. Let let us give God, Jehovah, all the glory, love, and praise in our lives. Amen. Amen.
8: Isaiah 7, 7. Thus saith the Lord God, it shall not stand, neither shall it come to pass. I love how the Lord can declare opposition against anything. He's right. Nothing that we can plan or scheme, no political entity, no enemy of yours personally, or enemy of our church, they can do nothing to us because whatever they think they're going to do to us, the Lord has already declared it from the end from the beginning. Nothing can stop him, nothing can stop his will. Man's nothing. God is everything. And so we should always trust in the Lord no matter what the circumstances. And That's why I love this verse.
9: Amen. 8.13.
8: Oh, yeah. Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself and let him be your fear and let him be your dread. Yes. This, is a, this is one of Brittany and my favorite verses here because it's a, it's a commandment. Sanctify the Lord of hosts. Yes. The preceding verse, that talks about those that go about making confederacies yes. and um, how we should not be afraid of those that try to make confederacies among, among themselves. And instead, what you do is you make the Lord God of hosts, you make the Lord of hosts special yes. to you. You consecrate Him in your heart, yes. and you find pleasure in Him and Him alone. Because when you fear and let your dread be of men other than the Lord of hosts, that shows that you don't trust Him, That's that He's right. not special yes. to you. No. Thank you, Lord.
10: Amen.
8: This is fun, right?
0: Amen. This is exciting.
10: Do you guys like rhetorical questions? Do you like a winner or a loser? Do you like the odds in your favor? Is God greater than man? Amen. Would you rather choose the one with breath or the one who gave breath?
0: Amen,
10: yes. Isaiah is all about God's greatness and the ridiculous things man trusts in. Most of Isaiah 2 is all about how foolish it is to trust in anything but the Lord Jehovah. Cease ye from man, whose breath is in his nostrils, for wherein is he to be accounted of? So I ask you again, is God greater than man? Trust ye in him.
9: Amen. Amen.
11: 441, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Are you thankful we worship a God who's not like us? Amen. We are changed every day, but he is the constant of the universe, and he's our God. Let's sing and shout like it.
12: When and Moses, Moses and the Israelites from Egypt planted did flee, Behind them were the Pharaoh's host in front of them the sea. God raised the waters like a wall and opened up the
13: way, And the God, God led
12: just the same today, and the God, God that lived in the olden times is just the same today. When David, David and lion met the wrong against the right, the giant armed with human strength and David with God's might, God, God sent a stone by David's sling, the giant floated lake. And the God that lived in the olden times is just the, He's just the same today. He's just the same today. He's just the same today. And the God that lived in the olden times is just the same today. When Daniel, faithful to his God, would not bow down to men, and by The lions mouth we read, and rob them of their prey. And the God that lived in the olden times is just the same today. He's just the same today. He's just the same today. The same today. And the God that lived in the olden times is just the same today. When Pentecost had fully come and fire from heaven did fall, the Savior with the Holy Ghost baptized them one and all.
13: Three thousand
12: were converted and were added right away. And the God that lived in the olden times is just the same today. He's just the same today.
13: He's just the same
12: today.
11: And the God that lived in the olden times is just the same today. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: In that first verse, we sang about Egypt and God delivering His church through the Red Sea and drowning the Egyptians in the Red Sea. And that, that ought to be remembered because He's the same today as He was then. Right. Did Isaiah 10, 24, and 26 end with these words? <clears throat> After the manner of Egypt?
5: Like
0: yeah. right. mm-hmm. well, we just sang what we're supposed to sing. Right. Amen. Chris Carnell, Eric Carnell, Jonah Unger, Matthew Eastland, Newell Eastland. Isaiah 2,
14: verses 2 and 3. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow unto it. And many people shall go and say, Come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. We are here tonight as a small part of the fulfillment of this beautiful prophecy. We are in the house of the God of Jacob, and we are being taught of his ways. The church is not limited to one race, nationality, or geographic location. Truly, all nations have flowed unto it. Jesus told a Roman centurion, And I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and west, and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. These people coming to the house of the Lord are described as calling others to join them. Let us similarly invite others to join us as we seek the Lord in his house and learn of his ways.
6: I almost picked that verse, I looked at it, and then I flipped past it to Isaiah 4. Verse 6, And there shall be a tabernacle for a shadow in the daytime from the heat, and for a place of refuge, and for a covert from storm and from rain. That tabernacle is referring to the New Testament church of which we are a blessed outpost. Isaiah 4 is perhaps the shortest chapter in Isaiah, and it describes the New Testament church as being beautiful and glorious. It describes its inhabitants as being holy, having had their filth purged away. It describes the New Testament church as having over it a cloud of smoke by day and flaming fire by night, which is the perfect picture for a prophet who was a Jew to try to describe to Jews what a New Testament church would look like, referring to... The cloud and the pillar that had provided such uh, protection for them in the past. It says that this shall be upon all the glory shall be a defense. That's what this chapter says. And then this verse happens. A tabernacle for a shadow in the daytime from heat. This New Testament church should be a defense. A place of refuge and rest. A shelter. A safe place of retreat from the world. We should strive to make this such a place because it's what God said it should be and intended for it to be and what Isaiah envisioned that it would be. We should make it that way by building each other up in the most holy faith and encouraging and protecting one another and seeking the Lord's protection and his power and his presence in this church.
15: Amen. Amen.
1: Isaiah 7 and verse 4, and saying to him, take heed. And be quiet, fear not, neither be faint-hearted, for the two tails of these smoking firebrands, for the fierce anger of resin with Syria and of the son of Remaliah. I like this verse, and I appreciate it because it's God's way of gently saying, "Shut up." Why are you so worked up? He's in control, and I don't think we've had anything happen to us as bad as two kings and their armies. That's right. And so, it just—I'm it, so thankful. It, it, I know. I am, many of us, I have a tendency to be anxious, and let's not be. Just be quiet. Trust in the
16: Lord. Fear not. And I love this verse. Isaiah 8.10. Take counsel together, and it shall come to naught. Speak the word, and it shall not stand, for God is with us. If you see some familiar patterns, it's because God was making the same point over and over and over again in these chapters teaching it over and over again. It's valuable. It's valuable for us. I picked these, this particular verse because it's in the middle of a pivot between two different portions. Right before it, it's God talking about, okay, nations, get together. You work together. You make your alliances. You do what you want. Come on, bring it on. I want to see what, I want to see what, let's talk about odds. I want to see how bad you can make the odds. I'll tear you in pieces is what God says. Yes, that's what Take counsel together. And it will come to naught. Speak the word, and it shall not stand, for God is with us. That's right. See, it has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with God being with us. Yes. I'm thankful because it immediately afterward is, don't be part of the people who want to talk about, well, we should be making alliances. We should have friends. Who cares if you have friends? God's with us. Yes. He is strong and he is mighty. It doesn't matter who you pick. You know, I'm not mighty. Judah wasn't mighty. All the world put together isn't mighty in comparison to God. He accomplished what he, what he wants to. I'm thankful because if God's with you, it doesn't matter who is against you. It doesn't matter who's on your side. That's just slowing him down a little bit. If God's with you, that's what matters. Amen. Brother
17: Colin read the verse before this, and this is a follow-up to his verse, for those who do fear and dread the Lord. And This first phrase, that is. And he shall be for a sanctuary, yes. but for a stone of stumbling and for a rock of offense to both the houses of Israel, for a gin and a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. That's right. This is beautiful, the contrast there between the two, especially because this is speaking to us. How do we know? Our brother Peter. Yes. Over in his epistle, in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 8, quotes this verse, and before it he says, Unto you, therefore, which believe, he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders have disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him which have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God. So I am thankful for not just the comfort he gave Israel here, but the foreshadowing of comfort for us here in the New Testament.
0: Jordan Trickei. Gabriel Unger, Joshua Unger, Zach Hunsader, Paul Crosby.
8: So I love this verse for its application towards young men. Verse 17, Therefore the Lord shall have no joy in their young men, neither shall have mercy on their fatherless and widows. For everyone is a hypocrite and an evildoer, and every mouth speaketh folly. For all this his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. So there's three specific sins that are listed out here hypocrisy, pretending to be a person that they're not, especially false Christians, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, holding on to pest sins or being a belly worshiper. There's evildoers did things contrary to God's statutes, and there's those that speak foolishly. They did not guard their speech to always be holy and helpful.
0: Yes, Lord.
8: It's a good reminder that for all his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. And so I wanted to exhort the young men, myself including, um, to, you know, one day we're going to be the future pillars of this church. So are we going to be pillars that uphold this church, or are we going to be pillars that crumble under the weight of hypocrisy, evildoers, and folly?
0: Yes, Lord, help us.
8: All right, well, we learn by repetition, don't we? So, Isaiah 8, 10. Take counsel together, and it shall come to pe- not. Speak the word, and it shall not stand, for God is with us. Amen. Who is with us? God is with us. Yeah, right. I love
16: it. It's great. Amen. Amen.
18: Isaiah was a place that I would go to for uh, soundbites, uh, to spiritualize verses and apply them to my circumstance having not a being polite, not very much understanding about what they meant, and us going through these first 10 chapters have been a lot for the Lord to prove to us, to me, that uh, He's still with me because I can see things in God's Word, and there's been a couple of times it has been super special. Isaiah six thirteen was one of those when we were frustrated. I was frustrated in our preparation for uh, Sunday worship, and I said, and shall be eaten. That does not make any sense to me at all. The verse reads, Isaiah six thirteen. But yet in it shall be a tenth, and it shall return, and shall be eaten, colon, as a teal tree and as an oak, whose substance is in them when they cast their leaves. So, the holy seed shall be the substance thereof. The it... But in it is this people that Isaiah is talking to in verse 9. And that's his ministry is to go blast Israel for their sins. I assumed that the second it was referring to the tenth that was in it. And it is not. But in it, this people shall be a tenth. And it, this people, shall return and shall be eaten and consumed by all the other nations. And then we should stop and separate it slightly in the thought there because a colon is, as we were taught, almost as uh, absolute as a period. And this beautiful description of a deciduous tree that our pastor brought out that shows us that the holy seed that is left in this appearingly dead nation will bring life again and will grow again. And as the theme, as we've heard, one of them is uh, uh, Isaiah separating out us versus them, um, and those who pretend to be or think they are, uh, and those who truly are. Yes. We are that seed.
0: Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Brothers and sisters, it's a privilege, big honor. So the verse I chose to present to you tonight is Isaiah six three. My desire tonight is to praise the name of the Lord of Hosts from this pulpit, and in this assembly. Through this verse and the vision of Isaiah, I hope that through the words spoken by this piece of dust, I may stir up your souls to join with me in the praise of our great God. This verse wrecked me today. The whole way to town, I cried. I couldn't get over it. Um, Praise God for that.
0: If
2: it wasn't for him, this would mean nothing. And one cried unto another and said, holy, holy. Holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. The opening verb to this verse, cried, overwhelms me. Why cried? Why not declare? Why not shout? It's cried. Cried in this context means to proclaim something with great emotional intensity. The seraphim was so overcome with the presence of the Most High. He proclaims this to, the, to another angel nearby. Yes. Yes. Are we so overcome with holiness, greatness, and majesty of God that we cry his praises to one another in this assembly? Lord, help us. May the Lord move our spirits to be as those angels who cannot contain praises for him.
0: Right. Yes.
2: This piece of dust standing in front of you is no seraphim. I am but a man. My voice will not move the posts of the door of the throne room of Jehovah God. But I could cry his praises under this congregation. As long as I have breath in these lungs. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of
10: his glory. My favorite verse has already been taken. But I hope you'll enjoy it, for it's a glorious verse in Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah 9, 2. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. This is a glorious prophecy of the Lord Jesus Christ and the light that he would bring in that forsaken part of the world, the hills of Galilee. What a glorious light he shone. When he Mm -hmm. began to preach for that first time, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and he was at hand. Mm -hmm. You might wonder, how could a light shine upon a dark place that was the church of the Old Testament? How could the church of the Old Testament be dark They had the scriptures. They had the proper worship of God. How could a light shine upon them? But compared to the Lord Jesus Christ, it was a great light. And they didn't have anything compared to what he brought in terms of his grace and mercy and truth that he preached to them on those occasions. If they were darkness, how much more are we darkness? how much more are our pagan Gentile forefathers (laughs) in total darkness compared to what the Jews of Jesus' day were? And so we can, too, rejoice that the light has shined unto us, all the way down to us, that we, too, have heard the joyful sound that Jesus saves. Rejoice with me. Rejoice with me. We have seen the light of the Lord Jesus Christ. He has shined unto us. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Praise be to his name.
11: Amen. Amen. Amen.
9: 441
11: in the red. Thank you. Jesus shall reign. Like Austin said, one day every knee will bow, every tongue will confess Jesus Christ is Lord. He will get his glory. Let's give it to him now, willingly. He's done too much for us. Jesus shall reign. Jesus,
12: Jesus shall, shall reign where the Son does his success.
19: seems to be a, a theme in Isaiah, the power and the glory of God, and that's why I picked this verse. It shows his power, his sovereignty yes. over all men, mm-hmm. no matter how high or low they are, his sovereignty, and he's actually making fun of somebody who thinks that they are powerful and worthy, right. are powerful and know what they're doing. Yes. Shall the axe boast itself against him that heweth therewith? Or shall the saw magnify itself against him that shaketh it, as if the rod should shake itself against them that lift it up, or as the staff should lift up itself, as if it were no wood? I praise the Lord, for he is the great puppeteer. Yes, And he controls all men and all things, so as we've heard already tonight, we should not be afraid of government or policy or anything, because he pulls the strings. He shakes the saw and hews the axe. Amen.
0: Amen.
20: Do you appreciate truth? Do you appreciate the word of God that we have in our hands today? Do you know that it differentiates us from the world? Do you know that this is supernatural knowledge <laughs> right. that yes. God gives only to a few? Amen. Isaiah one, the vision of Isaiah, the son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Do you appreciate Isaiah's vision? Yes. Proverbs twenty nine eighteen says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Yes. God sends the vision, and we can call it the preaching of truth in God's word to Isaiah. He sent the vision to him, and we have 66 chapters of Isaiah's vision. Yes. And through Isaiah's vision, Judah had truth from God so that they would know what to do and they would know what to expect even hundreds of years away. Yes. Right. Isaiah's contemporaries also gave truth to the 10 tribes and we saw what happened when truth was taken away. The 10 tribes perished and Judah later on perished as well when truth was taken away from them. We have truth today. Right. We have truth right now. What are we doing? To preserve it.
0: Yes, Lord. Yes.
20: Who is the Lord that I should obey his
21: voice to let Israel go? Is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty? By the strength of my hand have I done it, and by my wisdom, for I am prudent. And I have removed the bounds of the people and have robbed their treasures. And I put down the inhabitants like a valiant man. Famous last words, are they not?
0: Yes.
21: I had to go a little obscure. I mean, pretty much everything's been taken, so. <laughs> but, but this is awesome. Look at the, 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 the arrogance uh, of this man. And Okay, he was pretty powerful, don't get me wrong. He was the king of Assyria. He is the conqueror of the known world. He is the son of his father that was also the same. He was a great man, but who raises up kings? Who is in charge of the universe? Who lifts these men up? Well, obviously, he didn't give him praise. He didn't give God glory. And and what happened to him? Well, we know the the saw was shaken, and he returned home a very sad king. But let's give God praise because... We have the opportunity. We don't have to be proud like this. We have the pride in our hearts, but we can abase ourselves. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar, he learned his lesson well. We don't know about uh, whether or not uh, Sennacherib uh, did, but um, I love the words that that Nebuchadnezzar says. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of heaven, all whose works are truth and his ways judgment, and those that walk in pride he is able to abase. Let's give him praise and honor, and let's keep ourselves in the right light in the right perspective.
15: Isaiah 6 and verse 8. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. Will the Lord lead you if you are committed to him? your heart is right, no cherished sins, no rebellion. Will he lead? Yes. While very imperfectly, I have tried to make those last five words of that verse a theme. Yes. I felt like that was true as a high school senior, wondering what should happen next. I felt the Lord was leading me to a seminary. I went there, leaving my father who had recently had a heart attack and was not in real good health, leaving him at home, but I felt I should go. I went. Met my wife-to-be there, felt led to go to another school after I graduated from that seminary. It was hard. I wished I, I had wanted to be married and take a wife with me, but we felt it was the best of the Lord if she stayed, finished her training without any interruption. So she was in New York State for a year while I was in Indiana for that year. The Lord was kind. He led and directed. I appreciate his leading to bring me here to this place. I've enjoyed it. I'm comforted. I believe the Lord has led, and I'm trusting him for the rest of the way.
0: Amen, amen.
11: I choose Isaiah 9-2, which reads, The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined.
0: Yes, amen.
11: God is so good to have blessed us to have seen the great light of this verse. Right, yes. This verse was convicting, because um, I've only ever known said light. And I pray that nobody, especially myself, will ever take it for granted.
0: Yes, amen, amen. There's a few openings right now for those that did not respond to my request. Philip, Daniel, Daniel.
9: It's not because I didn't w- want to get up here. It was- we had food and I was just a little hesitant. Sorry about that. But my verses are from Isaiah three verses ten and eleven. Yes. Say ye to the righteous that it shall be well with him, for they shall eat the fruit of their doings. Woe unto the wicked, it shall be ill with him. For the reward of his hands shall be given him. Yes. We have a choice, just like Judah, just like everyone in the Bible had a choice. And everyone that's lived since then and will live until the Lord comes back. What are we going to make of our lives? Are we going to be the righteous or the wicked that say, whoa, and we're going to regret that day or yay? the righteous, and we will be happy in that day if we've lived our lives accordingly.
0: Yes. amen.
4: The verse I went with was Isaiah 5, verse 4. Yes. What could have been done more to my vineyard that I have not done in it? Wherefore, when I looked, that it should bring forth grapes, brought it forth wild grapes. Can you see the... Can hear the, the the pain in the in the question. Yes. What more could have been done? What more could have been done for us? Let's not give him wild grapes.
22: Right. Amen. I think I had about ten verses that I chose from, so I'll try to narrow it down. <clears throat> in contrary to popular belief, the best ones have not been chosen. Uh, I'll start with Isaiah one verse sixteen. Washi. Wash you, make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. What did Israel get constantly punished for? Not obeying this verse. I can't really stand a lot of preachers and sound bites from today that says, come as you are. You really have to cut out your own eyes or cut off your arms, hands, and really cleanse thyself before the Lord. And I tie this one with chapter eight, but before I get there, I wanted—I uh, just re- was reminded of something. Zach, what did you come up here and say? How many times did you say it? Say it three more times. Amen. In ver- uh, chapter eight, verse uh, seventeen, and I will wait upon the Lord that hideth his face from the house of Jacob and I will look for him. Yes. Can somebody give me another verse that sounds very similar to this in the Bible? Seek. I think something starts with seek. What, what is that one?
0: Seek ye the
23: Lord with all your hurt, and he shall be found. Amen. 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 As Brother Mark said, all the good ones are taken right. Well, listen to this one. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Yes. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Amen. You know, we've been rightly taught that whenever we come to fulfill prophecy, we should stand in wonder, our God is great. How? Who could do something like this? A virgin to give birth? Even Mary herself, when the angel declared it. How can this be for, I know not a man. That's right. We, we get to see it, obviously we know it was done, we believe it, we stand upon it, but to see it and, and to realize it, we should stand and wonder and yes. truly fall on our face and yeah. cry out as our brothers have said, holy, 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 because this is what fulfilled prophecy should do to us, shouldn't it? Right. Yeah. Cause us to stand in amazement of our God, that he alone is sovereign, no one else could do such a thing. No one else. If we tried to do it, we couldn't duplicate it. But God is able. Amen. Amen.
13: Isaiah chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Now will I sing to my well-beloved a song of my beloved, touching his vineyard. My well-beloved hath a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. And he fenced it, and gathered out the stones thereof, and planted it with the choicest vine and built a tower in the midst of it and also made a wine press therein. And he looked that it should bring forth grapes and it brought forth wild grapes. Why did it do that? Because you don't make a choice to do what he tells you to do. I like this because it was very convicting to me. Because based off of Daniel's verse that he had, what else could he have done that he hasn't done already? Yes. And in these verses, it shows a descriptive way that he takes care of you. He fenced it. He gathered the stones out of it. And in a relation to life right now, he puts a hedge about us. Yes. He makes us fat in our own little ways. So that we have no need of anything. We aren't chased about as martyrs. We are protected. He fenced about us. Yes. What are we going to do with it? We're going to bring forth wild grapes or what he wants?
11: Yes. Yes, Lord. Turn in your burgundy hymnals to 236. 236 in the burgundy be thou my vision Next. not be all else to me save that thou art Amen. be thou my vision be,
12: be thou my vision O Lord of my heart not be
0: 30 brothers for participating tonight. Thank you Philip and Amy for supper tonight. Whatever befall, Amen. be thou my vision. Father in heaven, we do thank thee for thy word, yes. and we thank thee for the book of Isaiah, and we thank thee for its first ten chapters, and its first two hundred and thirty verses, and we thank thee for the promises about the Messiah and his kingdom and the inclusion of Gentiles in it. And we bask in your fulfilled prophecy tonight. And we thank thee for thy Son, the virgin-born, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who sits at thy right hand, where the four beasts proclaim day and night, never ceasing, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and ever shall be. We worship thee tonight, Holy Father. Thank you for adopting us and putting us in your inner circle of your sons and daughters, your children, by predestinated adoption through Jesus Christ our Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank thee for the anointing of the Lord Jesus. And we thank Thee that Your mercies and Your faithfulness in Your covenant to David are called the sure mercies of David. Mm -hmm. That even when Jesus was in the ground, buried, you had to raise him from the dead to fulfill Your covenant promises. And you did so and set him at your own right hand. And he will not lose one of us as we have heard tonight. Go with each one of us to our homes. Stir up our hearts. Stir up our minds by your Spirit and your Word. And we'll thank you and praise you in Jesus' name, to whom belongs all honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. You are dismissed.